Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network. After Buzz TV, over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. After Buzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Survivor Worlds Apart After Show here on After Buzz. I'm your host, Nando Velasquez. We have a really big two-hour episode to recap. And joining me today, we lost James. We did lose James, but James will be back. James um, will be he back. He sends his regards. Uh, but I'm back. Yes. I'm Keaton Markey. It's great to be back. And you can find Keaton Markey on at, Twitter. At Keaton Markey um, on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. So. Yeah. Hang, hang out, tweet at me, Instagram at me. I don't know if that's uh, the proper term, yeah, but you can. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. good enough. And you can uh, tweet and Instagram me at, uh, at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. So there we go. And, of course, you can continue the conversation during the week with the hashtag ABTV Survivor and tweet at us. And, Nando, I haven't told you this yet, but I have to tell you, yeah. uh, I, I did... Uh, I, I did get to go to Paley Center yesterday after my car got fixed. I know. We I know. Were, we, there's a there's an exhibit for those of you not in LA uh, at the Paley Fest on Survivor. It's photos from all the from all the seasons. It, you know, it's it's very it's very very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's easy to kind of just stop by and you can kind of jump in there for like 30 minutes, look at all the pictures. It was fun, kind of walking around and like you know remembering all these moments and all these contestants. And they had two different challenges that you could test, which. Uh, I were both challenges on seasons that I had worked on, so yeah. they, they had done them before. Uh, but it was really cool to kind of step back into those shoes and do it again. This there are these uh, young girls that are over there, and they're like, "You're really good at this," because I'm like standing there like being all serious, and I just want to be like, "Yeah, well, I've had a lot of practice." But um, I made it in one of the pictures. You did. I did. So you're famous. I know you can't tell it's me. I just know it's me. Just the back of your head. Or it's something the back like that? of my head. Yeah, and I. But I was so excited. It's from a challenge or something. No, that you it's guys- not. No, no, no. It's not from a challenge. It's from, like, the intro type, uh, the the intro shots, you know, when they do all those cool little uh, intro things. Like, yeah. So yeah. that was exciting for me oh, to awesome. be able to feel like I was part of that family. Oh, that's cool. I love Survivor. Yeah, we do. And we know that people watching us live right now on YouTube also love yes. Survivor. Thank you so much for tuning in live. We're on. Thank you to uh, a couple of people on there already. Uh, Latarsha Taylor, if I'm saying your name right. 
I hope I am, and Hi. Saul Perez. And yeah, and hopefully some more of you guys join in on the conversation. Let's get started. This is a big two-hour episode. Very lot big. to talk about. Yes. I feel like you know we we uh, <laughs> we could just skip the first hour almost and go to the second hour because obviously a lot of exciting things happen in the second hour. But let's start <laughs> off. Let's start off at least and just talk about the because since you are a dream teamer, yes. a former dream teamer, yes. I really want to get your opinion on this too. Okay. And I read some stuff already online from Probst on EW, yes. but. So let's talk about the reward challenge because it, you know, it was the first time they had a reward challenge separate mm-hmm. from immunity this season. And, uh, you know, they were teasing it the week before. There was a big, you know, injury. Yes. Medical was going to yes. be called in. Yes. Uh, Dr. Ben. Yeah. Shout out to Dr. Ben. It used to be Dr. <laughs> Ramona, who I remember when I first met her, I kind of got a little starstruck because I'd seen her on oh, so really? many seasons. But now it's Dr. Ben, who's yeah. a sweetheart, too. Based on, based on what we saw the week before, we knew it was probably going to be blue, blue collar and it was going to be a female. So, James. James was right. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I was kind of wrong. I was kind of right because James was right in the sense that it was Kelly. Uh, I just felt because of Lindsay's edit, it would probably be Lindsay and she'd be taken out. So I was kind of right. That yeah, you okay, okay, okay. I was kind of right because Lindsay was going to taken out anyway uh, for, you know. Other reasons. We'll other get reasons. There. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. But yeah, talk to me about, first of all, this is a this is a challenge that we've seen many times before. And I will admit, I was expecting the injury to be, to happen from someone like bumping their head uh, or falling over an obstacle. I, I have to tell you, so like a lot of people, like I feel like they tweet or they talk about, oh, they can really see, they can see through the buffs, whatever. No. When you, when they do blindfold the challenges on Survivor, it is serious. I mean, they are so, so careful about nobody cheating. Mm-hmm. They like, and that's, that's kind of what they use the dream team for a little bit is to find all those loopholes that people could potentially do but when they've done blindfold challenges so many times like you're in blacked out goggles plus you have like another like kind of blacked out cloth over you and then you have the buff over that yeah so you have like three layers of i can't see and it's probably one of the funniest challenges to watch happen live mm-hmm. whether it's a dream team rehearsing it or it's it's the actual contestants doing it because it like people just i mean and, and you props to people who who just go all out. I mean, people are nailing their crotch. People are just like clotheslining themselves. Yeah. People are dragging other. It, it, it's hilarious, but it's also, it is very, very dangerous because you cannot see. And I thought it was so interesting how much Jeff was screaming and screaming, be careful, guys, watch those things. Yeah. And, of, and because Jeff does do that because they give everybody like, hey, you guys got to be careful. These are the things to look the out safety for. Involved. Yeah, there's, there's got to be safety involved. Safety involved. Because yeah. um, nobody wants to see anybody get hurt. Mm-hmm. Nobody. That's not. Even though some people are like, oh, they plan that because they want it to be more exciting. No, you don't want to see anybody get hurt because that could that could hinder the game and the stories that are going on in the game. So you, everybody, we want everybody to be safe. And so I just was crazy that Kelly just got freaking nailed. Well, yeah. I mean, well, first of all, like you said, it's it's hilarious even watching it on TV. I mean, I'm sure live's <laughs> even better, just seeing people going oh all out. I mean, Shireen, Shireen is like dragging Max behind her, and she's just going like, you know, stomach first into these poles and everything. It was just hilarious watching her do it. What a, and, <laughs> one of my greatest memories as a Dream Teamer is seeing one of my fellow Dream Teamers run at a pole and literally hit it so hard that she flipped over it. Oh my god. Like, and, and like took the other person with it. Like, yeah. it it's so funny. But it, <laughs> yeah, but again, I think the injury, we were surprised, even though we saw a lot, I felt like we saw a lot in the previews last week and figured, mm-hmm. you know, there was obviously this was the challenge and everything, that we figured the the uh, injury would happen on the field. And it did happen on the field, but it happened with the, the platform that they used to bring mm-hmm. items up. And there were just so many, like you said, there were so many clues uh, that, it, that the injury was probably going to happen 
happened there due to the editing because Jeff was yelling at Dan numerous times. Mm-hmm. He was yelling at, uh, I believe, Will, Will as he, well. I think I think he, it, they were focusing so much on Will that I was like, uh-oh, that's what it's going to be. It's yeah. going to be Will or it's going to be somebody over there. And, you know, I really wanted to see a comeback from uh, the No Collar Tribe this season. So I was like, no, Will, stop. My God. Yeah, don't mess careful, up. That. You, can't get, you can't get winded on this one. You're standing <laughs> you're still. Standing you're st- using your arms and you, you're standing still. <laughs> oh, you can't get well. winded that easily. But... Uh, but yeah, but Kelly and Sierra, uh, both, not Sierra, I'm sorry, Kelly and Lindsay both kind of got taken aback, but Kelly got the brunt of it. She got, uh, she got that big gash. So bleeding, much blood. Bleeding through the bandana. Oh my God, there was so much blood. And, and I think like head injuries in general bleed a lot, but yeah. gosh, that looks so graphic. And to be one of her teammates on the bench to see like from afar what was going on, that had to be terrifying. Yeah, I'm sure. Because you don't want to see your tribe, that anything happen to your tribe mates, because that could, I mean, an injury is the worst thing that can happen on Survivor. Absolutely. Uh, Well, you know, I will say, I mean, Kelly is a a law enforcement officer. I believe she said she was an undercover cop Mm -hmm. uh, later on in that episode, or later on in the second hour. Uh, She's very cool, calm, and collected. She wasn't panicking at all, considering all the blood. Nobody, as you said, they want to be fair, so nobody uh, took their blindfolds off. Nope. They sent medical. I thought it was kind of funny to see medical treating Kelly while she's completely blindfolded on. And just as amazed that Kelly was just very cool Cool, calm, cool, calm, and collected. Yes. Yes, Rodney. <laughs> the hashtag C's. the three C's. The three, <laughs> hashtag three C's. Uh, it was really nice to see that she was pretty much under control. Another C, fourth. And, uh, and you know, she was able to handle herself, but still really, really hilarious. And I, and I get it. I was reading uh, the Probst interview on uh, EW with Dalton Ross at, every single week. I always, you know, that's a must read on Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was just saying they didn't want to give anyone an unfair advantage. If anyone took their blindfold off, they'd get to see the field and they'd get to know where the layout was and, and it would it would give them an unfair advantage. And then they'd have to start all over again, mm-hmm. which would be just as unfair. Yeah. So, but still really hilarious to see um kelly's got some you know she's she's got you know and, and I, she she's got yeah she yeah. she's a badass yeah. uh and you know if i was like obviously as worried as i would be about my tribe mate to see her kind of go through that the way she did mm-hmm. i mean in my head i'd be like wait like this lady, there's got to be more going on there because I know she's a cool lady, but come on. To have your full face covered in blood but still not be able to see, then get up well, and keep going. I mean, that's got to that's gotta be a little intimidating to go. I mean, somebody that you absolutely want on your side, yeah. but somebody that you need to be remembering these things strategy-wise to when you do move forward into, into our post-merge. Mm-hmm. Like, this is somebody who gets knocked down but gets right back up. So you, I'm like literally. <laughs> Jumbawamba. Literally. She- is Don't Jumbawamba. mess with her. Yeah, absolutely. She, yeah, I would say if this challenge happened later on in the game, mm-hmm. uh, I think it would be a big target on her back, you know, because mm-hmm. this woman can take it. But it's still early enough, and we saw later on that Mike was like, "I want to, I want to align with her." So yeah. we see yeah. that Mike was trying to form an alliance with her, or forming an alliance with her, more or less, toward the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, you know, Probes gave her the option to step out. She opted to stay in. Mm-hmm. Uh, if she got lightheaded or anything, they would call it off. Uh, you know, to no avail, uh, Blue Collar still lost. And that was a big reward challenge for them to lose because it was... they were the most was, hungry. They were the most hungry. I mean, Rodney was... You, you called it earlier, but Rodney even said it. I'm a big guy. Got lots of muscles. You know, I need some protein. So they, they couldn't get chickens and they couldn't get eggs out of it. So mm-hmm. they are dead last place. And uh, it seemed to start a little bit of a tumble for them. Yep. 
But let's, uh, you know, we could talk about Will's birthday and the fact they did a chick. Actually, we could talk about that really quickly because, uh, yeah, I know you don't like that. Some I people don't, don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was hilarious that, well, first of all, they were being, they're being nice to Will, even though they know, everyone knows he's the next one on the block if, if Red Collar was, No Collar was to go back yes. to Tribal. But it was nice of Joe to, to do that for Will for his birthday. Uh, and. With this time out, why didn't they kill the rooster? That's what I want to know. Why did they kill one of the egg-laying That's hens? A good question. They should have killed the rooster because the rooster, I mean, you don't it's not like you're going to be breeding chickens to eat more. You're They're not, not going to be there that, that long to the do that. The rooster's going to get real annoying because he's going to start cockadoodle doodling and waking you up at all hours <laughs> of the night and day. Why why did they kill a hen? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know. I have no idea. That's a good question. Can somebody please like enlighten me to why they might have decided to kill don't, the hen? Don't over tell the Lindsay that they killed the hen over the rooster. Uh, just kidding. Um, but let's talk really quickly about Jen because Jen being a vegetarian, I know, we'll get into that later. But, uh, Jen being a vegetarian, uh, didn't want to be around. Perfect excuse also for her to look for the uh, hidden immunity idol. And mm-hmm. she finds it. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, I as she said. I love that line. And uh, she said, you know, it, it's a good thing that I'm not a vegetarian. Look what happens, you know. So uh, I can't remember her exact quote. But it was something like that. It was really funny. Yeah, and and I, I commend her for doing that because, honestly, when you are in, in, in that situation, you get hungry. Yeah. They, those people are starving. And for her to stand by kind of her beliefs and, and uh, walk away from the situation, but then also use it, like, not just walk away and pout and be angry mm-hmm. about the fact that they are killing the chicken which which she was very frustrated at, at first that's that's the route i thought she was going but she used it she she, she made she, she did used her time wisely yeah i should well say. we've seen that i mean i remember from season two uh kimmy kappenberg that was a big thing with her uh when, that was the first time i think we saw chickens in the game mm-hmm. and she was a vegetarian yep. and that made her incredibly annoying uh <laughs> i remember that she was kicked yeah. out shortly after yeah. well yes. for other reasons too but mm-hmm. that too uh anyway so Jen and Carolyn are the people who have the hidden immunity idols, one on uh, the no-collar tribe and one on the white-collar tribe. Blue-collar still oblivious to it. Dan and, and Mike were the ones that saw the clue, and they didn't go looking for it. No one has. But let's talk about blue-collar in particular. I, I want to make sense of this, okay? Because I don't understand this 100%. Okay. All right? There's a lot going on here. Yes. The whole Lindsay-Rodney argument. Yes. Okay? Now... I don't understand Rodney's point of view to begin with, so I, I guess um, I'm so not. So you're agree- on, you agree with so Lindsay's I'm side, not right? Agree- I don't. I don't know who I agree with it on this because <laughs> the way I hear it, women should be held to a higher standard. I don't think of it necessarily as an insult. I think people in general should hold themselves to a higher standard. But I guess what when Rodney says it, it sounds sexist. Well, I, I think I think the the reason why it was such a, an issue is the context of which he said it and the context of why he was saying it. Yeah. And the context of why he was saying it was because like something along the lines of, you know, guys, like, like when you break up with a girl, you go and you you sleep around and that, like you just sleep with a bunch of women and that's what and that's how you get over it. That's how you get over so your Guys can sleep around, but girls can't. But if you're a girl, you can't do that. You can't do that. Like you have to hold yourself to a higher standard. And I think it. I mean, and I and I think that that is a huge double standard. Like that's a double standard. Not saying anybody should go sleep around by any means to get over an emotional (laughs) trauma, but I I, like and so that's for that reason I do side with Lindsay. But I think she kind of took when you put it that way. When you put it that way, I can understand that better. It's just I I figured the editing maybe made it just to me sound unclear. But regardless, I, I also feel like that's not 
an argument worth getting all heated about. Right. Just, okay, fine. You have your point of view and you're a, a meathead or whatever you want to say and you can do whatever you want. And I'm just going to, like Kelly said in Tribal Council, I'm just going to bite my tongue and take it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But Lindsay, we've seen Lindsay already be angry with Mike. We've seen her be angry with Dan. She seems to have an issue with all the men at this point, mm-hmm. at some point. And, uh, yeah. And even these two we saw in the first episode, it looked like they might have a little bonding over Tats. And uh, and now they're just like... And now she's Mike Tyson, and she has a tattoo on her face, Mike and she's Tyson. messed up. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. Uh, Rodney it's, is a character. It's very ridiculous, but here we go, seeing uh, you know, seeing them interacting, having this problem. We go to the immunity challenge, and nothing really major you know, to talk about other than the fact that um, Blue Collar lost. So I, and it was I think that's very worth close. saying. Yeah, it was I mean, a very, very close challenge. It was pretty close. I mean, really, which, which yeah. all of the challenges have been this. I mean, minus we'll get to that. But so far, with within all, since it's been a three tribe split, all of the challenges have been so well done that they have been very close and very, very fun to watch. And, I, and not just close, like I feel like because of the editing purposes, I think yeah. they have truly, truly been down to the wire. And I love that. Yeah. And that was such a cool puzzle. The ball... Yeah. That I, was so cool. I did like that a lot. It required a lot of agility, and you could see people getting frustrated with it. Mm-hmm. You saw Mike and, and Max did it, too. A couple of those really sudden moves to try and just jet the ball up, mm-hmm. and it didn't really work that way. But a lot of balance required. Uh, I, I liked it a lot. But, you know, obviously, uh, these were not. this was not as physical a challenge. It was more agility uh, than some of the other past count challenges have been. So, and of course, the other two tribal, the other two tribes have had some protein mm-hmm. and blue has been suffering. They're hungry. So, you know, I think, I think the cards were a little stacked against, you know, blue collar on this, uh, on this one mm-hmm. and they go loser. They're going to lose their first person. Thank and God. Of course. Thank God. Right. Cause I think it'd be a route if they didn't, it, it's still pretty tight, but, uh, yeah. you know, with blue collar, but, uh, it's between Lindsay and Rodney. I do not know how Rodney talked himself out of that. I, I don't I, understand either. I thought either. for sure he was going home. I thought so too. And, and, you know, Rodney is a big, strong guy, but I really do feel Mike and, and Dan can hold, and Kelly can hold up the slack. And actually, Lynn, let's not lie. Every single person on that team is pretty damn strong. Yeah. So I don't think losing Rodney on blue collar would really hurt them that much. Well, and it seems like right now Rodney's the one that's hurting the most because he so, has so much muscle. He is suffering because he has no, not, no protein to kind of feed that muscle which he needs more than the other people yeah. who might just like have more more fat content than uh than muscle content in their body is that the, i don't think that's right but uh yeah i don't understand how rodney got himself out of that um and i would feel like if these guys knew this game they would have to see a shake-up happening soon yeah um within like the tribes whether they stay at three rather but they had to see have seen it coming and so i i don't know if that was the smartest move um, but you know, they, they did it and it, Lindsay is gone and, um, uh, yeah, now Sierra is going crazy. Yeah. So, and we saw they split the boat. I, I think that was a pretty smart way to handle it to split the boat. Once we saw that, it was like, I yeah. knew it was Lindsay, uh, because she was the more knowing of the two, I guess, as far as the tribe was concerned. And, and, you know, look, I think it's 50-50 split. I think Lindsay actually, I mean, Rodney and Lindsay both got an, a lot of people's nerves, mm-hmm. but, 
I think Kelly, uh, Kelly and Mike were the clinchers. And well, first of all, Lindsay, <laughs> Lindsay already rubbed el- elbows the wrong way with Mike. Yes. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, I think that's really what happened. Yeah. I think it was a guys versus girls thing that it and ended Kelly, up being. And, and Kelly went along with the guys. Well, and, and Kelly also, she's about like, you know, less drama. Kelly, yeah. Kelly's just so chill. She kind of goes with the flow until she needs to make that move. And she's like, I don't need to make that move right now. I'm not going to piss off the guys. So yeah. she just went with them. Well, I'm a little sad. I'm a little sad that Lindsay went, but you know, to be honest, she showed, they showed a lot over the last three episodes. Yeah. So I felt like, uh, yeah, she was possibly a goner really soon, earlier rather than later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she was an interesting character. I would have liked to have seen her over Rodney, I think, honestly. Although Rodney's a really good player. I, I, I the longer he stays in, the more dangerous he can oh, and be. I, I think Rodney, we could see Rodney potentially turning into a Tony. Yeah. I mean, Tony, Tony at the beginning when we first saw him, we were all like, who is this guy? This guy is crazy. Like, hashtag spy shack. Like, oh, <laughs> I, need, I needed this. I he, need, like, he's a little rough around the edges and he's got to work on his social game. So do a lot of people in this, uh, in this season. <laughs> but, uh, but he does have the potential to be dangerous if he aligns with the right people. We'll, we'll see. Uh, let's start to talking about the second hour because that's the good hour. First of all, of course, uh, just really quickly, you know, Sierra getting browbeaten a little bit by, uh, Dan in particular, Dan and Mike. It's like trying, trying to like talk to her and tell her why they gave her two votes, which made sense splitting the thing, but, uh, but then telling her how she hasn't been holding her own. I'm sorry. Dan, Dan, Dan had this whole confessional where he was talking about Mike trying to give him advice about talking to women, where in, in that conversation, Mike was completely correct. Yeah. And Dan just, Gosh, well, Dan, like, oh. But Dan, in the first hour, we skipped over this when he was first talking to Lindsay. Said there's a way to listen to a, a woman, or, or, or and a way to listen to a man. And if yes. men like to, if you're listening, if you're talking with a man, you're listening to them, you want to fix things. But if you want to be with a woman, you want to emphasize. So he actually spoke wisdom that first hour. He and did. Then, but and why then... did you not take your own freaking advice when you started talking to Sierra and just, I mean. Goodness gracious! Like not only when they first came back from tribal was he just drilling into, but then the apology. <laughs> yeah, but then the apology wasn't even an apology. <laughs> the apology like, was what like, what are you doing? The apology was the worst. I mean, Sierra said it. It was the worst apology ever. It was like, well, I'm sorry, but you had you. It's your fault because you did this or you did that, and if you didn't do that, then this wouldn't have happened. And and I don't understand it. I well, don't understand it. That's Dan's ego getting in the way, and I think that's when Dan Dan gets his moments of cockiness, and then he forgets, and he's good at checking himself. But it's, sometimes it's too late. <laughs> he, yeah. he gets that and self-awareness too late. I think Sierra has his number, and I think she's going... Sierra will be the downfall of Dan, mark my words. Yeah, but anyway, so we see uh, we see little bits of who's on the outs on each tribe. So Sierra seems to be on the outs in the blue-collar tribe. She'd mm-hmm. probably be the next one to go, because everyone else is aligned together. Uh, Shireen is just... You know, doing her thing, and Crazy. although although Carolyn Weird. wants to cut the head off the snake, off the two headed snake, I guess, and give it to uh, to Max, get rid of Max because she thinks Max is dangerous, which makes me like Carolyn even more. She's smart, yeah, which is weird because they had that alliance, but she just totally got disgusted with the nudity. We saw some more bottoms up. Uh, from Shireen. But they're just, they're both kind of weird. Yeah. And then we know Will is on the outs. You know, the Red Tribe seems to get along really well, but, but Will also knows that he's kind of like on, on thin, shaky ground on a red, on a red collar. Yes. Red collar. No collar. <laughs> I like saying red collar. Uh, on no collar tribe. So anyway, so of course, this is about episode four. So Jeff brings everyone together and drop your buffs. So big surprise. Yep. 
to some people. Uh, a lot of fun. They're turning it into two tribes. So, uh, Messiah, which was the white collar tribe, I remember that name, uh, disappears. Yes, gone. And we have Escameca. Yes. And which is the blue collar tribe, yes. which was the former blue collar tribe, the blue buff tribe. Which there is still a hidden immunity idol on that yes, beach. Yes, I was gonna say. Still a hidden immunity idol on that beach. It's the only beach that did not, uh, uncover the immunity idol mm-hmm. yet. And then red collar tribe is, oh, it's, uh, Nagarote. 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 And they don't have a hidden immunity idol, but they have two people with idols on that tribe. Yep. So, of course, the first thing you notice from this tribe is it's unevenly stacked. It's like almost everyone from Blue Collar, all the guys and Kelly, uh, oh no, I'm sorry, all the guys and Sierra. Sierra. All together with, uh, the, 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 with Joe, the MVP pretty much from No Collar, and Joaquin, who is obviously the, the like the other young, pretty the, fit boy, the like, big muscle yeah. from White Collar, all together on es- Escameca. And Rodney. Well, yeah, and Blue Collar. So yeah. you have Rodney there too, and then Mike Dan. and Dan as well, and, and, and we said Sierra. And then on, <laughs> on the Red Drive, it's, the two girls and Will from No Collar, and we have Shereen, Max, and Carolyn from White Collar, and we have Kelly, who obviously feels completely left it's out like in the, the wind. like the island of misfit toys. If Kelly, <laughs> if Kelly and Sierra could switch, if they were allowed to switch, I'm sure they would. <laughs> um, you know, so we see, definitely see people on the outs. We see what looks like uh, Kelly possibly on the outs and Sierra on the outs, but of course we know this is a survivor, and just when you think you're, you know, you, you might be in a bad position, things turn around, you end up being a swing vote. So, mm-hmm. very powerful position for both. What do you think of the tribe makeups? I, it's, I, so, I, I love that uh, that Max brought up in Tribal that it was just like the one world swap yeah. because that's the first thing I thought about when I saw everybody kind of move oh over God, to their mats where it was very much like one world. You know, they had like, in, in one world they had you know, all like the, the pretty people and like the strong, young, athletic Kids are, were all on one tribe, and then the misfits were all on the other. And mm-hmm. it, it's, I feel like it's so frustrating when something like that happens. Um, but then it, it also reminds you how survive, like how Survivor is 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 a reality show, and yeah. how they have no, the producers have no control, and what happens happens. And and it's so interesting to kind of see that dynamic play out, uh, and see, you know, I would not be surprised, honestly, if somebody from that Misfit Toys tribe, Nag- Nagarote, is going to be the, the winner. I would not be surprised. At oh all. yeah, me, me too. No, we'll get yeah. into that. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree with you 100 percent at this point. I think uh, because, well, first of all, look, when a, when a team, when a tribe has not been going to tribal council that much. And they become lazy and dysfunctional like Blue Collar has Mm -hmm. been coming. Mm -hmm. And they don't play strategically as well as teams that have had to go to to tribal council a lot more. Mm -hmm. So I can totally see, uh, I could totally see it being Nagarote because all the power players are are in Escameca right now. And, you know, I mean, Joe's really smart. Uh, Joaquin, you know, Joaquin's starting to grow on me a little bit. <laughs> I mean, maybe because maybe because they're just showing so much of Shireen and Max. I was gonna um, say they haven't really been showing Joaquin much since, uh, since yeah. that first episode. Well, I thought he was gonna be more of a villain, and, and after that original dilemma, we haven't really seen much of him. It's been a steady pace, yeah. so I don't know. But uh, but yeah, I really do see. Uh, we'll talk more about that. I'm, I have some ideas on that. But anyway, so really interesting makeup, and of course we go right into a reward challenge, and it's no contest. It's all physical. <laughs> It's all physical. No freaking contest. Yeah. So 
Eskimeko wins pretty much everything, including all the stuff that was already on the Messiah Drive. Which, that's a huge reward. It's huge. I cannot believe that's what they... Inc- I mean, it makes sense. That is like one easiest, world. They got, <laughs> oh, my God. That is one world. That, yeah, yeah, it's one yeah, world. It's the haves yeah. versus the have-nots, pretty much. That's oh, my what, gosh. That's what it's become. I, like, what a great, great... Um, and, and, and the Blue Beach had already been... Um, they already kind of were had a lot of great stuff. Yeah. So, to get that on top of everything, I mean... I'm sure Rodney was like, did you guys eat all the eggs? Of course they ate all the eggs. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I mean, it's no contest. And then, I, like, honestly, I feel like that's kind of why this episode went a little, like, stagnant towards the end. Because it's like, who's going to win the immunity challenge? Like, yeah. of course it's going to be uh, the the blue tribe. I want to say blue collar still. Yeah, but. well, of course. Well, you know, let's talk before we talk about the immunity, which, again, it's pretty heavy handed mm-hmm. who might win. Uh, let's just talk about the, the, the makeups a little bit more, okay. the, the makeups of both tribes. So over in Escameca, where um, Sierra was not happy because she had the, her three original members of her, the, the three guys that she doesn't want to be with are she's all there. She's stuck with the guys. Uh, but she's got, she's one girl and there's six guys. What a sausage fest of a beach. I know. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I'm sure Joaquin, we've already seen Joaquin kind of checking out, you know, so from the first episode. So we know that he's kind of got a little bit of an eye. So he could be he could be a little bit manipulative. I, I manipulated, excuse yes. me. Joe can also bond with women really well. So Sierra's in a really powerful position. And of course we see we talked already a little bit about the Dan apology, because Mike wanted Dan to apologize to Sierra to yeah. keep her in their yep. in their foursome. Because if this was a if this was a unified tribe, if blue collar was unified, this would be no contest. Oh, Let's not, start yeah. knocking out the guys. Who's the biggest threat? Joaquin, knock him out. Yeah. Yep. You know, or 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 Joe or whatever. But unfortunately, they're not unified. They're all sloppy. They're very sloppy. They're very very sloppy and none of them are agreeing with each other and Rodney's has a bromance uh with Joaquin that we're, I think going we're gonna, to we're gonna, yeah, see, going that. Yeah, to. We're we're gonna going see, see more that. next week. Yeah. Um but I don't agree with the what what Sierra did. Like immediately when they walked away. I feel like that was a little too like it was a little too soon yeah. for her to be like like literally the first time she's left alone with the new guys, she's like, Oh my god, you guys, I hate these people. Well da 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 it's like are you kidding me? Like, yeah. you don't trust these people? Like, what are I you doing? I feel like even from the first episode with the whole Dan, uh, when Dan and Lindsay were going at it, mm-hmm. like, she just cannot, she's another one that can't hide her poker face. Mm-hmm. Like, her feelings, she wears her feelings on her sleeve a little bit. Yeah. So, she just had to release tension right then and there, and she did. And you know what the smart thing for her, probably even with Dan, was again, just sit and take it and go, okay, okay, we'll wait till tribal council, yeah. and you know, you'll think I'm with you, and then you'll be out. So, but which I, think, I feel like she's starting to go that way a little bit, but yeah. she's still she's getting. Uh, I mean, it has to be it has to be tough for her to be on that beach with all those well, dudes. We, yeah, we'll see. We'll see about that. Uh, on the other side, on the uh, Nagarote side, the w- island of misfit toys. The island of I'm misfit toys. <laughs> that, that's actually a really good. Uh, that's really good. I like that. Uh, we have. <laughs> Shireen singing the national anthem. Uh, we had, we Every time she's on camera, I'm just like, what is going on? I like don't with the know. monkey sex last week? Uh, it's, 
and she's national. like, "You guys, the monkeys were having like." I'm like, "Stop watching them!" And you know, I, I, you know, uh, I, I've been called on this a couple of times. I think people have been calling out me out and us out on Max versus, let's say, Dan. Like they do similar things, which I don't think they do, and yet we <clears> praise <throat> Max and we and we make fun of Dan. Um, Max maybe annoyed the Dan, crap out of me. Maybe it's Dan writing this. I don't know, but Max annoyed the crap out of me too, and it makes me wonder because there was a big, uh, you know, I'm jumping a little bit around here, but we're still talking about Nagarote. You know, who's more annoying? Oh, is it Shireen now? Shireen does this. Oh no, but Matt's gonna get more annoying now. Shireen now. Matt. Oh, it's like it's like a race. <laughs> I, I watched I watched this episode on uh, on CBS Interactive on CBS.com where uh-huh. they have polls and stuff, and they said who is more annoying, Max or Shireen? <laughs> and I voted myself, and and surprisingly, I think it was like eighty three percent said Shireen and seventeen percent said Max. But I don't think that his edit has shown him as annoying until now, until yeah, this episode. And I agree. I feel like we finally saw who Max really was, and. Dude. Dude, I mean, obviously, that's what you're supposed to do if you get stung by stingrays. You're supposed to put your feet, or you're supposed oh, to yeah. put the sting oh. in boiling water. I mean, I can't believe he wart. was. But yeah. this is the thing. I can't believe he was as, like, level-headed as he was. Like, getting stung by a stingray, my, it happened to my brother, and he is, like, a big dude and, like, not a, not kind of a sissy at all. And yeah. he was in so much pain and screaming, and then you had to put your feet like that are already in so much pain into boiling water and squeeze out the barb and the point. It's bad. Mm. It's not a fun situation. But he he like took it like a champ, and so I had to give him credit. But then nasty feet in the nasty feet. Like, why didn't you? Was there any other thing you could put it in? I don't know. Maybe that's all you could really handle. At least he had another another pot thing. I don't know. That just grossed me out. I like I like bobbing it a little. No, bit No, it's pretty gross to see him do that. I, I, he did keep his. I mean, the one thing about Max, I think that's surprising. He, he doesn't show any emotion, and I think that's a good thing and a bad thing. And, and obviously, it hurt him. We can't uh, trust this him. game because you can't trust him. He just shows. He, he doesn't show too much. But the one thing he keeps dropping knowledge on Survivor, like One World and everything, and it's just a little too nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> just a little too Stop nerdy. nerdy to me, Max. <laughs> I know, just pretty, pretty bad. Survivor nerdy to me. So you know, we see we and, and of course we see Carolyn just uh, kind of like Sierra in a way. Carolyn's like you know just ready to get rid of him, so she's ready to jump ship. So she doesn't really say anything till after immunity. After I think immunity she, she was a little more tactful about it. Uh, than and, Sierra. And I think, yeah, and I think yeah. you you that's obviously that comes with patience. I think comes with age, uh, and I think she's she's a very very smart lady and. Uh, I think I think when she jumped ship was a, was a great timing to jump ship. Yeah, and I think it, it took a was less of a target on her. Okay, so well immunity again immunity pretty much. I mean, if it's worth even talking about the challenge, it was, it was again a no contest. We yeah. don't have too much time, so I'd rather just skip to the good stuff. Yeah, yeah, immunity no contest. I mean, Escameca all the way. Uh, you know what I thought was really funny, and of course, even more te- you know more ironic uh, was Max's reaction, going, "Oh, the hardest part was trying to not to smile at the end of it because he wants to do blindsides, he wants double crosses, he's excited <laughs> for this part of the game." Now we're playing Survivor. He did the line for the second hour yeah. on the title, and. Uh, you know, this is just so interesting. I really wanted to spend some time talking about Max because this is the survivor professor. This is the guy he knows everything. He know and 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 Saul Perez posted it up on Twitter and said it even like if you know so much, why why do you want to show how much you know in the game? Why are you showing your cards? First of all, yeah. Second of all, biggest survivor mistake: the moment you become comfortable is the moment you know you're gone. And Cherie was like, "Are you are like are you nervous at all?" And he's like, "Now nah, we're fine. We're fine." And the moment you yeah. become comfortable is the moment you're blindsided. Well, I mean, and 
Shireen, and he should know that. Shireen went out of her way to try and get Kelly on her side. And it looked like, for the most part, Kelly was going to be siding with the white collars yeah. in that tribe until Carolyn opened her mouth and said, I'm not with them. Yeah. Uh, and then Kelly realized, smartly... That she go should with just the majority. Go with the majority. Don't piss anybody off. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as long as it's not her, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, and uh, but it really surprised me that Max and Shireen. I mean, Shireen were doing this little like, I don't know. It's like they they were like generals talking on the side, and their social game. I realize now is incredibly lacking. I mean, Terrible. Shireen, we see. Shireen, we kind of yeah, can tell. Max, again, yeah, this is, I feel, really feel like the first time that we've actually seen what he was really like out there. Um, and now I understand why people were getting frustrated with him. And I also, because I, for a while, I was like, why is he pairing up with Shireen? Like, I was like, why, like, wh- what brought those two together? It I, seemed very odd to me, but now I think I get it's just it. their love, their love of Survivor, the fact that they can talk in a language that nobody else can talk because they know specifics from every single season. I mean, look. I, I, you know, as fans, we know quite a bit too. I, you know, I've learned not to memorize every single thing. So every now and then I get something wrong. <laughs> but yeah, like Jen was even like, it's like trying to figure out the Chicago, who, you know, Chicago yeah. Bulls game from uh, October 16th or, or whatever in yep. 1996 or something. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's some people that are fanatical and, and, you know, there's a certain level where it starts to be a detriment. And also, I think Max is somebody who loves to study the game. Mm-hmm. And I think he prepared for it. I mean, he, he looks like he's in good shape, you know, and, uh, and, and he definitely, uh, seems to know, you know, know how to handle himself. Mm-hmm. And, and he definitely has the emotional, um, like not showing emotions and trying to be even keel and not show leadership right away down. But ultimately, he's the guy that wants to go to the blackboard at the, at, at the classroom and start writing everything down. And he even said it in tribal council. He needs like his own alone time. Yeah. And that's why he got nude. <laughs> before I'm gonna get naked so people don't want to hang out with me. Yeah, but that's the thing. You have like if you're a human being who has to push people away at some point, that's gonna rub people the wrong way on Survivor. Thank God he didn't try to do Big Brother because there is no way to escape or have your own time. Yeah, on Big Brother. you can't escape in that one at he all. He could never be a Big Brother contestant. But I think he was just completely. I, and I think honestly, I think Shireen had a lot to do with it because I think finding a kindred spirit like Shireen, an oddball like Shireen as well, he found someone to bond with, and maybe when he thought he was playing his social game. No, he was just hanging out with the only other wacko in his group, Mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to really connecting with everybody else. Because Shireen obviously doesn't have it together, too, because we know that she's also on the chopping block. So, again, the question was, who do we get rid of first? Max or Shireen? Uh, what I do you think? I would have kicked off Shireen in a heartbeat. Yeah. A heartbeat. I don't know why they Sorry, kicked Shireen. off Max. Sorry, Shireen. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you're, you're <laughs> Sorry, great, we know I'm sure we don't want to eliminate you and yeah, get, hurt I'm, your feelings. I'm but. sure you're a great person yeah. in real life, but like, uh, it's, no. <laughs> She's singing, I, I would just... I, well, you have a tribe of all women and will... <laughs> and then you kick out the one muscular man, although he hasn't been the best in challenges, let's be honest. But, but better than he was Will. kind of the crutch, yeah, yeah, with with the puzzle, yeah, um, in the that ball cha- in the first episode. So I don't know. I, I think that and was Shireen a- has choked in challenges before. I don't think she's been strong in challenges herself. No, and she's a lot more annoying. So I think that that was. I think. That's going to bite them in the butt. I think it was stupid to kick him off. And because I, the thing is, if you would have kicked off Shireen, you could just kick him off next if you lost. But it better you'd better yeah. chan- better your chances to win. And I also think, and I also think that maybe, and this is my thought, maybe Carolyn jumped too soon because obviously they want to have control, and she could have. They could have gotten rid of somebody. They could have gotten rid of Will or or Haley or Jen. Uh, 
if the if the white collar tribe stayed together and had Kelly, and then they could concentrate on getting rid of of her people too. Yeah, you know, she could have flip flopped it. Better to stay with your alliance as long as possible than flip. I don't know. know. I'm I hope her and Kelly get together because I I love I like I, that duo. Uh, yeah, I really like that duo. I think they're both smart. Well seasoned women, and yeah. I think they would. I think they could take it to the end. And uh, those two together. I thought it was cool seeing Carolyn and Jen both talking strategy too. When they both don't even know the other has a, a yeah, movie idol. Yeah. I thought that was a kind of cool scene too, seeing the two of them. And I love Jen being. <laughs> I love. I just love Jen. Every episode, I like her even more and more. And I just feel like she. She she's playing. I feel like how I might play. Yeah. Um. So I, I really enjoy her, and I hope she. And I love her. Yeah, I love her. Her, her commentary, mm-hmm. I think, is is what drive. I remember in in uh fans versus favorites, the second fan versus favorites. Uh, it was Cochran's commentary that kind of drove the season, and I think it's Jen's, Jen's commentary that's driving this. And season. she's and she's and not I, yeah. she's not bad to look at either. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of growing. Yeah. You know, she oh, lives in California. She lives in Southern California. Oh, you should really? look her up, Nanda. Oh, I should look her up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Go sailing. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so and and we were talking about this a little bit before. Let's just touch this really quick because we got to wrap up really soon. But um, you know, I just feel and, and look, this might be a little sexist or whatever, but the women seem so much more together. And you never and I think being a guy in that game, you always have to be careful when when a bunch of women can bond uh, because they're I think their lines usually stronger. Than guys, guys don't really align well, together in the same way that girls do. And I think that's because of the competitive nature of Survivor. Yeah. When a bunch of strong dudes kind of get together, then they start getting competitive, and they're going to want to knock each other off. I think. But and that's what I think. I think the the men might be stronger than the women yeah. all around, like physically. There's not really a, a woman in this whole season that's that's very phys- like a physical threat um, that we've seen yet. That we've seen I, I, other I mean, than Kelly, think, obviously no. having a hard head there. It's yeah, uh, yeah. Kelly may, maybe, but like I think their their intelligence level is just like so much bigger. Yeah, There's we got like a fly. A fly. <laughs> If you're watching us live, we got a little fly in here. Like I don't want to freak uh, out. I'm doing the Survivor panel. It's just, it's just a nap. But come on, get out but, of my face. Yeah, I think I think for that reason, Nagarote right now, I think it has an advantage. Even though yes. it really is a matter right now of how many more tribal councils there are before the merge, because and how many immunity challenges they might be able to pull off. Because I think I do think, you want to get into predictions? Yeah, then? I think this that's, is about the time the, to do about, a, a predictions, predictions right now. So we're at that moment in time. <laughs> And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. So yeah, so uh, before we continue, you did kind of leak it out for anybody who doesn't like to listen to or watch um, scenes from next week. We did mon- mention something there. Uh, so tune out for 10 seconds. Then we see that little bond between Joaquin and Rodney. So yeah. they seem to have a little bromance going on. Uh, what else do you see? What else do you see coming up? Oh, goodness. For this group? Or what, are you, what are you predicting? I'm predicting that... I feel like we're going to see, we're going to have maybe two more episodes and then we're going to get a merge. Because this is the thing. I don't think they're going to let it play out that long mm-hmm. where one one tribe is just so stacked compared to the other. I don't think they're... But don't, don't they don't, always, they always say that they have everything pre-planned and it never just turns out, you know... Yeah, no, they, and, and they do. Um, so, so, they I, don't know, yeah. they didn't know going in if it was yeah, going to be stacked no, this a, way. That's a good point. I, I, it's... I, but but like editing wise, I feel like they could. I don't know, maybe not. So I would say two more episodes, and then we're the third episode. We'll get the merge. Okay, fair enough. Um, that's, that's what about I think right. we're gonna get, and I think we're gonna see Kelly and um, I think I think Kelly is Kelly is the one to beat now. 
You think Kelly? You like Kelly? I love Kelly. I would put my money on Kelly. I think Kelly is a strong one. Everyone seems to be going for her right now, interested in her. Um, and I, I like Joe. I think Joe has a lot of power in uh, Escamega. We don't see it yet, but as long as as long as the dudes keep fighting, I think Joe's going to stay under the radar. I think well, he's and, the and Tyler like too. Joe. And Tyler too. I think actually is in a better place right now because the guys can all fight with each other, and he's like a not as not as buff as the other guys. I yeah. think he can be a little smarter he too. They don't see him as a very big competition, but I feel yeah. And his edit's been kind of small too but in this comparison. Is, I think if the girls are smart, they're going to get Joe out. Yeah, get Joe it'll, be kinda like it'll be kind of like an Aussie. It'll be kind of like an Aussie situation, yeah. I think. Because Joe is like this. He's he's so good with the ladies. Yeah. He's so good with the men. He plays such a great social game. Mm-hmm. But I think these ladies are a little too smart for you, Joe. <laughs> I think the older women are going to find a way to get him out real quick. Great. So that pretty much wraps up this edition of the Survivor After yes. Show. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in and for checking in on YouTube. Uh, please rate and comment on us on iTunes if you're listening to us on audio we, we are a new group so we'd love to get some new comments in there i haven't really had a chance to look but you know next week maybe when we have more time we'll read we'll read some of the yeah, comments because we haven't really had a chance but thank you to everyone who tuned in uh keaton where can we find you you guys can find me on twitter and instagram and facebook at keaton markey <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where else am I? <laughs> uh, and James Wallington will be back. You can find him on Twitter at James, James Wallington, right? I think it's James Wally. James, James Wally? I don't know. All right, we'll, we'll, Just, we'll put it out there. Yeah, we'll put it out we'll there. We'll put it out there. Hashtag ABTV Survivor. Yes, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. You can find us both here on various AfterBuzz shows as well, and James as well on various AfterBuzz yeah, shows. Yeah, uh, So yeah, please, we have like 97 shows. Feel free to tune in on any of them if you have a favorite show we probably do an after show for it thanks so much and we'll catch you next week from executive producers Maria Menounos Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com I'm Sir Richard Wentworth and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV Buzz you later The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 